You're listening to Breaking the Silence, a podcast by Reach 10, where we're creating a culture of courage, compassion, and connection to overcome the shame, silence, and fear that often surrounds topics such as sexuality and pornography. We're your hosts, Chriselle Simons and Creed Orm. Welcome back, listeners, to the show. We're so happy to have you. Today, we have Weston Smith and Spencer Buswell with us. They are uh, teaming up to talk to us today about answering the question, why is community important in, in recovery? So we're so lucky to have them. Please introduce yourselves, you two. Weston, we'll start with you. Cool. Appreciate that, Creed. Um, uh, it's always nice to be with you and Chriselle and of course, uh, Vana. it's great to, to work with you guys. Love what you guys are doing at Reach 10 and the incredible things you do here with Breaking the Silence podcast. Like you said, I'm, I'm Weston Smith. I'm, I'm co-founder of the Eternal Warrior podcast, where we share stories about young people fighting the battle against Satan, pornography, and masturbation addiction, working hard to, to overcome sexual addiction and, and find happy, meaningful recovery in their lives. Something that I've experienced that I work hard against every single day. And my best friend, Spencer here is, is a huge reason why I've been able to have any kind of success um, in my recovery. That's right. That's right. I am responsible for your success. (laughs) (laughs) Not true. Not true. Yeah. Hey, everybody. This is Spencer. I uh, am so excited to be here. Love, like Wes said, love what you guys are doing. Obviously, we're very passionate about it because we do something similar with the Eternal Warrior podcast. And Wes has already introduced that very well. But uh, I just from an introduction standpoint, I am still in and going through my own recovery and journey from addiction to pornography and masturbation. And I tell you what, just as is the best thing ever to fight back and to find, and I guess that's what we're going to be talking about today, finding people like Weston Smith that uh, you can fight alongside with and and with people like you. So super excited to be here and, and thanks for having us. I'm so excited to have you both on with us. Weston, it's great to have you back. I loved our episode. It seems like forever ago since we recorded that at the beginning of this pandemic. It's so great to have you both both with us because I know that from his story last time that, that your relationship has been integral to both of your recoveries. And so that's what we're going to talk about today is finding community within recovery and why community is so essential. So first of all, what does community mean to you both? That's a really good question. I think community, like I think about a recovery team and it is an uphill battle. There's so much opposition. Your biological and mental chemistry is so out of whack and so against you in terms of of healthy sexuality that you need to recruit all the help possible within your power to make things change. And that can take a myriad forms, uh, whether that's an accountability partner, whether that's uh, a trusted spouse or or significant other, someone that can that you can report to. Addiction is such an isolated experience that the more you bring it to light, the more you share it with others and trusted others, not just everybody. It's it's something sacred and important to you. The less it has to live on if that makes sense. And um, Spence has done that for me 
so well. And I think Spencer's really important because he is sharing the experience. He's not just supporting me or trying to help me. A lot of times people think community means like having someone that you're accountable to, which is important, but it's so important to find someone that actually understands firsthand what you're experiencing and what you're going through. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say, Chriselle. I think that's a great question. I think because it's so important to, to confide in others, right? And to have to build that team, but even more so what Wes said, I love the idea of having people that have been through what you've been through that can relate, that can share their experience. I mean, just to have Wes have the strength to that one day at Utah State University say, hey man, I'm struggling with pornography. And for me to be like, what? You? you? Like, I had just been battling so much shame my entire life from this. And to have someone the caliber of Weston Smith say, I'm struggling with that. Immediately, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be okay if this guy is involved. In, I mean, if involved. If this guy is, <laughs> if this guy, if, that's, if it's involved in this, then I'm good. I'm going to keep doing this. It's awesome. No, if this guy... <laughs> is is fighting back on this um and having success with it then gosh i can do it too and finding that camaraderie is so important so that's i think i think that's what i would say uh i think about community if that guy can do it anybody can do it (laughs) anybody can can find healthy recovery no i spence and i we we are very competitive individuals too We're, we're both salesmen like that's our our job right now like we we're both just innately very competitive individuals and nothing has helped my recovery more than Spencer, not trying to be more competitive with, with me, but helping me to be competitive with the opposition with Satan and helping me to realize like to be relentless in my efforts. And it goes both ways. We, we've both taken opportunities to lift each other up when we needed it. Yeah. So I can definitely, um, speak to that. I share this pretty intimately on the Eternal Warrior podcast. So if you want all the details, go there. But I went through a period of time where I was on fire with my recovery, just doing great. And then just had a lot of things happen in life that kind of things outside of my control that then knocked me off of that momentum that I had. And I went into what I call my sabbatical. Um, (laughs) Because I really did. I like I lost a job. I broke up with a girl. I like, and so I just went into this deep funk. And so I call it my sabbatical because I really did. It was like three months of sitting on my behind in my parents' basement on like, didn't move like from that spot. And it took someone like Weston Smith, just with his, when we talk about community, you've got each other's back, right? And Wes like came to my rescue. Like he just was, he, when I didn't want to talk to anyone in the whole wide world, he just kept, kept caring and he kept coming and he kept believing in me. And it just, so I don't know if that's what you were, I was, I'm assuming yeah, that's what you were referring talk, to. Talk Wes. more about how I rescued you. Go, go back into that. <laughs> about how you're no, the best. No, just, yeah. I, I think like, and that was such a, such a group effort. So like, yeah. Our good friend Cody Hawes was involved. All of your roommates, we were all like Ryan and Eddie and and, yep. and um, Nate. We were all so concerned about you. But I think like, uh, and I don't know, Spence, like you, you've you've come to rescue me too with, with so many 
times where I've needed you, whether it's in the heat of a moment of like a temptation or, or what we call battles, where our brain chemistry gets a little bit out of whack and we, we want to turn to our drug of choice, which is pornography. But being able to give Spence a call and for him to say like, hey, relax, okay? Think like, see the end from the beginning. Help me to slow down and, and make me take full ownership of my actions. I mean, Spence is, is very famous with me for saying, look, like, hey, man, I love you. you I love you no matter what you do. And you're, you're welcome to go ahead and sin if that's what you want to do. But if you're going to do that, I need you to own it completely. I need you to accept that whatever it is that you choose to do in the next five minutes reflects completely on your character, that you're choosing this, that this isn't something that is just happening. And you think I'm going to, you know, go watch pornography after that conversation? No way. No way. Spence has a way to light a fire in anybody and helps them realize their, their true potential. And I'm so blessed as a result of his friendship and his like unyielding tenacity for my success. Like he's so invested in my success. It's, it's so humbling. And I'm, I just hope to be as good a friend to him as he is to me. I really, really love just hearing about your friendships and, and, and it sounds like it's not just you two. It sounds like there's other people in your, in your circle that, that you feel similarly about, which I think is so beautiful. And, and there's something that you said in there that I made me reflect in my life when, when I was like in the middle of betrayal trauma and I had just broken off an engagement and just like, I didn't know who to turn to. And I, I really relate to what you said that it was helpful for me to have friends who like cared about me but it was really helpful to have friends who had been there in some sort of way that like had experienced and walked my path a little bit. And it took me a while to find someone because not everyone, you know, wears that on their sleeve. <laughs> right. but, but when I did find someone that, that really helped me to know that I was going to be okay. Just like you talked about that there was mm. hope for me. <laughs> I was going to make it out of, out of my huge funk. And I was going to be able to have good relationships in the future. I was going to be able to trust again. So I, I really love that aspect of, of community that you guys are talking about. Oh, totally. And they can relate. They know what's going on. They can reflect back to you how they've messed up, what they've learned. And it all contributes to such great teamwork. And how long ago was that that you guys shared with each other and and became part of the same team? Yeah, that would have been 16, 2016. I think so. Five yeah. years ago, man. About this time of year. Yeah. Right? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's been awesome. I'm just thinking back throughout different stages of that journey. We had each other in different ways, like Wes talked about through all that stuff. So yeah, totally that we could relate and then rely on one another to get through those things. There's nothing like it. There really isn't. And and recently too, it's, it hasn't like, we, we, we try to evangelize the idea that like addiction recovery is not, we, we don't believe in just getting fixed and getting back to normal. And for those of you listening, which is all of you, I'm doing air <laughs> quotes, which you can't see, but getting back to normal as opposed to being addicted, it's not possible. I think that's that's a false maxim of people think, oh, we'll get get fixed, get better. And and this is one thing that I actually really appreciate about my addiction is you, you cannot be 
normal. You have to be excellent. You have to be driven. You have to be productive in order to combat certain behaviors. And I'm, I'm so grateful for it. Like one of the best things that we've done, which we're going to talk about in, in another podcast episode with you guys is, is how we've developed our podcast as, as a passion project. And there's just no time. There's no time for porn. There's no, there's no desire really. Like we get our kicks doing cool stuff instead. So like there's, it's just so important to be able to share becoming excellent with somebody instead of being alone doing bad stuff. Yeah. I love that. So another question I have is, is what does it take to develop this sort of community? What leads to having this kind of community with people? Cause it's beautiful, yeah. you know, <laughs> like we all want it. Yeah. The first thing that came to my mind, Chriselle, when you asked, extreme vulnerability i was gonna say i think the vulnerability has something to do with this right like i just like wes and i were already good friends before wes disclosed right like we were already we were already homies but his willingness to be vulnerable took it to a whole nother level but then beyond that i'm trying to think but that's the first thing that came to mind chrishell is just like that willingness to just say you know what i i want community so i have to go seek it i have to go tell someone that i trust it takes so much courage to open up. I mean, it's hard, but when you can do it with someone who you've been friend, friends with someone and, and it's called vulnerability because it's a risk, you know, even if you've been friends with someone for a long time, you really might not know, maybe you've had other experiences of vulnerability, but if you haven't, you might not know how they would react. So that's where the courage comes into play. But when you can share it with someone you've had some other past experiences with, Boom. And uh, totally, it's met with compassion and with other connection from the opposite end and vulnerability. Boy, it's just the best feeling in the world. <laughs> it, it's amazing how like the vulnerability and like acceptance and love just snowballs. And as soon as, you know, so yeah, sure. I said to Spence, hey, I'm, I'm addicted to porn. And he's like, oh, no way. Me too. Let's, let's not be anymore. Like I, I guess I had the strength to tell one of my best friends. Was that, that verbatim? That was the conversation. No. <laughs> <That's beautiful. laughs> no, but but to to have a, a year and a half later, this incredible guy who I said, Hey man, like I'm struggling with porn, and he said he was bold enough to say, Me too, let's do something about it. To then have him come to me and say, Wes, I've been thinking a lot about my recovery and, and our recoveries. And we need to do something. We need to expand our community. And to have him be audacious and brave enough to say, let's broadcast that conversation that we had in your crappy forerunner two years ago. Let's broadcast that to the world. Let's tell everyone that we have pornography addictions. And I thought that sounded like a great idea. And so (laughs) Spence is always one to turn it up to 11 to take anything that I do or any vulnerability that I can have and just maximize it. And the way that, that Spence has enabled me to be more comfortable with who I am and everyone that we have on the podcast and everybody that we have email to us or, or write in or, or get involved in, in the, the recovery group that sponsors our podcast, it's, it's nothing short of remarkable. And just to open the door just a little bit for someone and just say, hey, it's okay. We're all in here. We're all in the room of recovery. Let's just turn the light on and see who else happens to be in here there's an immediate connection and all of a sudden like 
Satan's grasp and, and just the, the addictive grip that is on you is automatically cut in half automatically when you realize you're not alone. Mm. So I have, I have beautifully said, Wes, the other thought I had about how do we form that Chriselle, I think that is, and Wes kind of talked to this about me coming to him with the podcast idea, but he came to me and said, Hey, I'm doing sons of Helaman. You should do this. So I think there's a, there's a healthy, like, it's like, yeah, we're open. We're, but we're going to challenge one another to do things that are uncomfortable. And I am like, that's such a unique, I don't know if that's something I would definitely recommend that whoever you're building that community with is someone that'll challenge you. Of course, love you as you are, come as you are. Heck yeah. We'll just love the heck out of you. But, but then let's get better. Let's, let's, let's get better. And Wes did that for me better than anyone else. I would take it a step further and say that like, if there are people in on your recovery team that are not challenging you to get better, that are okay with you not doing anything about it, those people shouldn't be on your team. They're not doing you any good. You're not doing them any good. And unfortunately, Spence and I see this happen sometimes with different groups at Sons of Helaman that people get comfortable attending recovery meetings, but not being in recovery. And it's a very weird thing that like, I can't have those guys on my team. There's, there's not enough room. There's not enough touches of the ball to go around. Like there's not enough opportunity for like, I can't help people that don't want to help themselves. And I don't want people on my team that don't want to help me. Got to be like smart about it. And you, you, you've got to draw a line in the sand. I really love this. I think that we all crave this sort of community at some level, right? We, that's, that's what we want in our, our relationships. That's what we want in our friendships. I think that there's often a lot of barriers to the community being developed. What have you seen that maybe gets in the way of community happening for people? That's a good question. Commitment. Like if, if you just say, if it's just lip service and you're just like, Hey man, I have your back. In fact, at the, at the end of every group group session that we attend, you go around in a circle and you say, I promise to be of service to you and will allow you to be of service to me until both you and I successfully defeat this demon that assails us. And like you, you better mean that when you say it. And that means if someone's struggling at, at one in the morning, and they give you a call that you answer and you, you talk, you talk them off the ledge, like Spence has done for me a million times before. What do you do between your Tuesday night group session? What do you do? Like, what are you doing to help somebody else every single day in the same position? And, and Spence now has an incredible wife that helps him do that every single day. And we, we still work together a lot. It's been so fun to like share this experience with, with my girlfriend right now. And, and as we progress our relationship and, and have those conversations. It's, it's a daily commitment and the, the expectation shouldn't be perfection, but it should be progression every single day. Like Rome wasn't built in a day, but you better believe they were working on that city every single day and it got built, right? Like stuff happens and stuff changes. If you diligently put forth consistent effort every single day. Hmm. I love that. So well said. I don't think I have anything to add to that, Chriselle yeah. and Creed. That was well said. Thank you both for sharing sharing your experiences, sharing your relationship, and just like a little bit of sneak peek, I guess, into your lives and into what you've developed together. Because I think it is something that we all crave. We we really want not only connection, but the sense of community that helps us to progress in our lives. 
well said, both of you. Mm. And your story, which you share on your own podcast and on this one, will just give us a little bit more courage and that fire to be able to to share our vulnerable parts, our, our vulnerable experiences with others so that we can form that community. So thanks a bunch for sharing. Yeah. Thanks for having us. You bet. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to Breaking the Silence by Reach 10. Help us create a new culture of connection by sharing what you heard today with at least 10 people. Please help us reach more young adults by going to iTunes to rate and review our podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Reach 10 is a nonprofit. You can help support this podcast by donating on our website and following us on social media. We share these views to open the dialogue on these tough issues. We are not professionals, and the ideas shared on this podcast should not be taken as professional advice. The opinions and views that our hosts and guests share do not necessarily reflect the views of Reach 10, and we don't guarantee the accuracy of any statements you hear. Reach 10 is not responsible for your use of information heard on this podcast. We keep learning and invite you to join us as we build a more open, compassionate, and courageous culture.